thank you for joining us on Love That VoiceOver, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone. Hey, 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 gang, it's Ellie Ray here, and I want you to keep listening to Love That VoiceOver. Love That VoiceOver! <laughs> Brought to you by the talented voiceover artist, Rebecca Michaels-Haw, also known as Love That Rebecca. And we're back with the beautiful, bellissima Ellie bellissima. Ray bellissima. Grazie, 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 amore. <laughs> Niente, niente. We're talking in Italian. <laughs> I feel like I want to ride around on my. I want to ride on around on a Vespa right now with a kerchief on my head and red lipstick and dark sunglasses. Mm-hmm. It's a fabulous thing. It's a red Vespa. I see it. It's shiny. Oh, you shiny, know what shiny. I'm talking about? With a butterfly <laughs> on the side. <laughs> That's my cutie mark. <laughs> <laughs> cutie patootie. Cutie um, patootie. Before we get into the love that voiceover Rorschach quiz, I do have one question that, you know, maybe it's deep, maybe it's superficial, maybe it's a combination, but I'm curious, since you're based in Canada, what have you observed as differences between Canadian talent and production people versus American or maybe European or others? Do you see anything particular? I'm curious. Oh, absolutely. Um, I believe that uh, just Europeans and um, Americans, for me, are driven to pursue their career in a way that Canadians are, it's a little bit difficult to get them to, you know, do workshops and um, really step outside. Once they've gone to university and uh, Bachelor of Fine Arts in Theatre, they've done what they think is enough and there's not a lot of workshopping going on. Whereas, You mean like furthering their education, they're not as interested? That's right. And they're very insular. And um, I don't know if this is because we have so much snow up here. I don't know. I, <laughs> it's, it's interesting to me. So I have to constantly get them to go work with other coaches. Like, you know, exactly what we said. I'm an advocate for many, many people. Uh, go try this person out. I right. think you might find them really, really interesting. They're, they're afraid to, you know, invest in themselves. They don't want to invest in home studios. Uh, it's very interesting to me, whereas the Americans, they're ballsy, they're loud, they're aggressive in their, in who they are, and I love that. It's like you must jump into the deep end, and I feel like Americans and Europeans really, uh, you know, they grab that by the, by the throat, and they shake it around, and they go, come on, let's figure it out. Um, That's interesting. I love that. Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for that. Well, that kind of begins us because it's a quick question, but we're going to enter the Rorschach quiz. Do it. Generally, this is about just where you are in the moment. Right. Some of these questions I have because they're very unique to you. I found subjects online that I wanted to ask you about. (laughs) But to warm us up, what is your favorite color? Purple. What is your favorite coin? Coin? Yeah. I'm going to say loony. What? A loony. A loony coin? Yeah, it's our $1 bill. Uh, it's a, a coin in Canada. It's called a loony. Oh, my God. That's a great name. Yeah, you know well. That in, a, <laughs> in American, uh-huh. it means crazy. So I wasn't sure what you were talking well, about. Well, exactly. And a loony, it's based on the loon on Canada. It's got a picture of the loon, but we call it the loony. Oh, the bird. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Um, uh, what Name something in your closet that you can think of right now. A babushka. A babushka. Russian babushka? Uh-huh. That's awesome. What does it look like? 
It's got it's multicolored, and I wear it on my head. And people always think it's a hat, but it's really uh, I call it a babushka. It's really a scarf that's got elastic in it that looks like this demented. It actually looks like a bit of a raccoon with colors that I wear on my head. <laughs> Where did you get it from? It was a gift from one of my demented friends where I went, I love this. This is just ridiculous. Awesome. What's your favorite beverage or cocktail? Uh, Pinot Grigio. And I do like a good Bloody Caesar with a hot bean in it, I must say. Tell us what that is. I have never heard of that. I know Americans don't know. Bloody Caesars are Clamato juice. Okay, so you put like a rim on the outside of the glass. On the top, Mm -hmm. you put lemon and then you put a rim. It's like salt and pepper and spicy kind Mm. of uh, stuff. Then you put vodka Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, Clamato juice, which makes people's eyeballs fall out. But it's uh, like a tomato and clam juice. It's like a V8 except with the clam juice, yeah. With a clam juice. And then you put spicy long green beans in it, celery. You can put a, a shrimp in it. It's like you can have a whole meal in a cocktail. (laughs) You know, it's very similar to a Bloody Mary. Very Very similar, similar. except it's a bit, oh, they're gay. Well, if you like Bloody Marys, then a Bloody Caesar will send you over the edge. Just kills me, the Bloody Caesar. It killed him and now it can kill me. Well, you know what happened to Caesar, right? I don't even know where this, let's go to Shakespeare, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now let's move into a couple of more introspective questions. Mm -hmm. Om Mani Padmom. Yes. Om Mani Padmom. So this is really interesting. I saw it. Uh, What does it mean to you? That is a prayer, a universal prayer that brings uh, love, light, and gratitude to the entire universe. Awesome. And it's it's a flow. It's a... It's actually something that you can repeat over and over and over. If you need to meditate to allay fear or to feel uh, part of the whole, it's, uh, it's a very precious prayer that you can say over and over and over and over again. It's a meditative prayer, uh, and it doesn't have to ha- have any religion attached to it. It is precious. It's just a place to go inward and into the quiet. That's right. It'll take you inwards if you need to silence the mind, which we as communicators must because, you know, our world moves pretty quickly and there's a lot of grasping energy in it. And if you need to remove yourself from that grasping energy, like we talked about, where the the positation, that will help you allay any kind of fear and friction from the outside world, I find. Can you say it to us in your own voice? Oh, money pot home. Oh, money pot home. Oh, money pot home. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, that was nice. We're going to take a quick break from the interview for some important messages. This is Rick Riley, commercial, promo, and documentary voice of NFL's Minnesota Vikings. Keep listening to Love That VoiceOver with Love That Rebecca. My next Love That VoiceOver guest is Rick Riley. You just heard his beautiful, rich, deep voice. He's coming soon. Sign up for special notices of Love That Voiceover at lovethatvoiceover.com. Just go to lovethatvoiceover.com and sign up. Last note for the break before we get back to the lovely Ellie Ray Hennessy. Do you want more wild abandon in your life? How about more time to practice character voices? Then hop on into Love That Improvo, voiceover improvisation. Yes, online on Skype. Yes, from the ease of your home studio. Yes, improvisation workouts online, audio only. 
for voiceover talent. Go to lovethatimprovo.com. It's an awesome thing. Three days a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Saturdays. You can check out the times on the calendar at the site. lovethatimprovo.com. Now back to the show. I don't want to finish yet. We're almost finished. Two pugs and two white cats. Is that correct? Oh, it's so many more now. I have four <laughs> dogs. I know I'm crackers. I'm crackers. I have a mini. Uh, I have a mini dachshund called Miss Shirley. I have Miss Shirley. A, yeah, a Chihuahua called John Stanley Little. I <laughs> I still have my two pugs, Buddha and Thea. Thea means auntie in Greek. My beautiful 22-year-old cat, Napoleon, has passed to the nether realm and has gone to meet my mom. And Gabby, my other beautiful little, she was 20. She just passed uh, 10 months ago. So I still have my bird, Freddie, and I have an aquarium full of fish. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I did have a pig named Hamletta Wigmore, a Vietnamese pot belly. <laughs> a Vietnamese pot belly as oh, opposed to... Oh, yeah. She sang opera with me. I, she would come in the shower with me every morning. You have no idea. <laughs> Is there video? Anybody have any video of this? <laughs> uh, you know what? I was actually interviewed. Um, Hamil- Her name was Hamletta Wigmore. And, uh, you know, it's illegal to have a, a pig in the city, but I was still interviewed by several TV stations and um, a newspaper about Hammy. Hammy was, you know, she was something else. She caught a lot of attention, but I still had her in the, you know, I'm longing to have my farm out in the country because I have two ponies that are kept at my, they're mini ponies. They're only about two oh, feet high. Oh. Yeah, and I oh, have really? donkeys. I have them. They're at my friend's farm. I will have my own farm too. Yes, I can. Look, listen to you. Very good. I love doing the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a donkey sanctuary because I'm a bit of an ass, oh, you know. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Okay, can you elaborate on this comment? I got a comment from an article November 14th, 2012 on the web. And the title of uh, headline was "Watch Out, Here Comes Ellie Ray." <laughs> and on this, that one of the I think earlier parts in the article, he or she quoted you as saying, "I'm a wild bird. I tread my own path. What I bring to the table is so raw that it sometimes makes people uncomfortable." <laughs> and I'd love you to elaborate about being raw and making people uncomfortable. Well, you know, the thing about being raw is I haven't been cooked yet, and you know, I believe that our system. <laughs> <laughs> Our system kind That's of awesome. cooks us a little bit. They put us into the school system. They tell us to sit down, shut up, behave, speak when spoken to. Oh. And what happens is we become tough and we lose a kind of a softness, a raw, uh, fresh, open ability because um, we've been taught, again, not to risk anything, um, to we cannot fail. Whereas uh, when you are raw and bold, like if I lie down on the um, subway floor because my back's hurting me, people look at me like I'm insane. But it's like if a sure. child did it, they'd be fine. They'd just twirl around on the floor just and nobody would care. But exactly. I do it and they go, there's something wrong with that woman. And it's like if you right. laugh too much out loud, people think you're drunk, insane, or, you know, that you're not professional. <laughs> right. Yes. And, I laugh a lot. Uh, yes. Raw, raw is, I, we, you want to go back to the uncooked state is what I feel. And people are afraid of your freedom. 
I, you know, that's all I can say is they, they want that freedom, but they'll judge that freedom because the world follows a very specific piper that tells us to behave a certain way. And I'm an iconoclast. I have never, I've tre- I have tread my own path and I get in trouble for it because I don't do what I'm told to do. Well, and we're glad for it. <laughs> you know, it's like I sometimes wish that I could shut up and behave, but I can't. <laughs> That's all right. We're happy you're a wild bird butterfly treading your own oh, path. Oh, bless you, my raw. cutie mark Yay. on my Vespa. Yeah. So did you end up studying with Kevin Spacey in London? Were you going to try to do that? I, You know what always happens? This is me. I have a dream, and I try to go to pursue my dream, and then another dream takes its place. And I think, well, yeah. you know what? That wasn't meant to be that dream, or just not right now. Uh, I have right. opportunities. Uh, you know, I've just been, I've been given an opportunity to go and direct in Ni- Nigeria. Uh, wow. A TV show that I've wow. been working on with one of my voiceover students there. It's all very exciting. And uh, But, of course, you know, I've got the University of Windsor job teaching there. I've been asked to create a uh, curriculum course for yeah. voiceover at a new Livingston Studios in Toronto. I've got all of these options that always happen at the exact same time. And I just embrace it and say... I will do, I'm choosing this road today, and then the other roads will come to me as they will need to, when they need to, right. because obviously I'm, I'm, give, I'm so grateful for every gift that I'm given. And I think that's a really important point that you just made, too, not only in the way you just summed it up about being very grateful for every gift that you're given, because you see every opportunity as a gift, yeah. but also to say that, okay, you had something, you put it out there, but then you got, you got like... You got hit with an avalanche of all these other things that you were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So so what's cool is going with that flow, well, too, yeah. and saying yes to those things that you really want to participate in when they come to you. Well, and I just got a big part in a new animation series, 52 episodic series, and, you know, it's like, how do you make it work? And it's like, it always can work. You know, I travel a lot all over the world, and no matter how many animation series I have on the go at one time, I the, everything can be facilitated. Everything. You can, you can fly back in and teach when you need to teach at the university. You can do pickups for three days and then take off again and not have to do anything. I mean, you make yeah, it work for yeah. yourself, right? You make it work. You ask for help. That's how it, everything manifests and your life is full and you answer the big question of how do I bring love, joy, risk, and play to my world? That's a big question and your life gives you big answers, right? Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, baby. Well, we are about ready to wrap it up. Is there anything... I missed that you would like to share. Love that, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. I love that. Love that voice. Love that voice, baby. Love that, Rebecca. No, I just, yeah, the only thing, Rebecca, is, you know, having an opportunity to communicate. I just want to make sure that every voicer out there recognizes that their potential is unlimited and that it is such a lofty task that they've got a joyous, brilliant, huge, abundant task to give voice, heart, emotion, reason to your fellows. To be, I don't care if you're selling Viagra, diapers, pizza. It doesn't matter if you're doing audiobook, narration, documentary. It doesn't matter if you're a character, a talking 
potato or, or you know, a <laughs> wheel on a car that's talking. I don't care. You, what you do is grand. Never doubt for one second that you don't matter. We need you. Our world needs you. We need your heart, and we need you to communicate with us. That's what we need. So, you know, I just say fly free. Fly free and bring all of that gratitude and all of that emotional truth, whether, you know, it's spiritual, mental, physical, truth to your voice, and change us because we're longing to hear you. We're longing to hear that. And, um, you know, I want an army of voicers to go out there and change our world. It's time. We need to do it. So please have faith in everything that you do and know that we are stronger together than we are apart. So just ask for help and know that you, your worth is important. It's important. Wow. What a way to close the interview. It's been a fantastic time speaking with you, Ellie Ray Hennessy. You're fantastic. Ditto, Ditto my friend. And I appreciate your time very, very much and sharing such such kindness and love and joy with uh, everyone who's listening. Thank you so much. Ah, grazie. Grazie. Bella, bella. Until next time, thanks for listening to lovethatvoiceover.com. Lots of love to you, you sexy, beautiful, adorable person. Take care.